Welcome to A Change of Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Walston. And in this space, we navigate life together. We ask the hard questions like, what is the truth you haven't told? But most importantly, we grow together. And sometimes that leads to a change change of heart. 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 Welcome back to A Change of Heart Podcast. I am your host, Angel Walston, and today I'm joined by a special guest, Michaela Pryor. Say hey, girl. Hey. Hey. For those of you who are watching and you're actually like watching this on my YouTube channel and you're thinking like, this girl looks familiar, but I could have sworn she was like under a different name. This is my best friend, Mariah, that you all have seen on here before. This is her sister. And we had talked about her being a guest on the podcast, but I didn't know what the topic was going to be until Miss Ma'am here posted a picture with a caption about being at a low point and going through the process of taking control back of her life. And I was like, okay, this will be a great topic for the potty. And she agreed to do it. So I'm super excited to have you, Makayla. And we're going to get into all Thank of the good conversation. Yes, it's going to be so much fun. I'm really excited yes. about it. Um, but before we get into the good stuff, we're going to play us a little game so that my audience can get to know you a little bit better. And I always encourage my listeners to be whole, be healed, and be authentic. And so the question of the day for all of my guests this season is, when are you your most authentic self? That is a good question. I would like to say I'm my most authentic self all of the time, but I think my most true and just self is when I am home, mm. when I don't have anything to do, I can just sit in my bed, relax, watch a little TV. If I want to watch a little TV, catch up on some Netflix, read a little bit. But yeah, so like I would say when I'm in just my own home environment and I can just be mm. free. You can be you. Yes. I'm, I'm, pretty much, I'm pretty sure I meet anywhere that I go, but you know. You can be like fully you. Yes. I can be free if you know what I mean. <laughs> free. <laughs> I love that. What do you like most about yourself? I would definitely say my personality. I have one of those personalities where I can literally befriend anybody. Um, I'm very just high beat and not high beat, upbeat and just happy all the time I'm not happy, but if I'm feeling sad, I try to do something that would make somebody else smile and other people's laughter makes me smile too. So, and I can but definitely say like, Michaela has this great. type of personality where it's like, she's never met a stranger. Like she's very much so just like <laughs> super bubbly. And she definitely has like an extroverted personality. Oh. Like, yes, you're, you're amazing. <laughs> And that's actually deceiving. Most people think that I am an extrovert, but I'm actually an introvert. I prefer to be in the house. So I think I'm an Is it the introvert extrovert. That's me. Yeah, an ambivert. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have unlimited money forever for your wardrobe or for travel? So you you will never have to pay for whatever it is that you choose. I would have to say travel for sure, because traveling is way more expensive than clothing, especially if you're like me and you bargain shop when it comes to shopping for clothes. But I mean, um, maybe you want to try Gucci. My <laughs> I, can, um, 
I can, I don't know. I'd rather travel because there are a lot of places that I want to see. Like I really want to see Tahiti, the Maldives, like Dubai. So if, I feel like if I had unlimited funds to travel, I would be good to go. I could show up in a potato sack and be perfectly fine. Nobody's going to know. They're not going to see that in my pictures. They're going to see the place. That's going to be your business. What celebrity <laughs> would you want to be BFFs with? Okay, so I had to really think about this one because I don't follow too much of like Hollywood, um, but I really, really, really love Zendaya. Like, I just, I love her. I adore her. She just seems like she's so graceful when she's on the carpet. But when you see her in interviews, she's just so down to earth and she's like a homie. Like, I love her. Yeah, I think Zendaya is like the best person ever. And I would want her to be, I want her to be like my best friend in real life, but I also want her to be like my little sister, even though she's significantly taller than I am. But yes, I love Zendaya. She is tall. <laughs> what is your I would have picked Michael B. Jordan, but um <clears throat> you, you want to be your BF nope. or your PF. <laughs> right. So um next topic. <laughs> what is your dream job? Hmm, that's tough. I I don't know how to answer that. It's just like sometimes in order to be at the top and to be like super, super successful and to just be making all this money, be a billionaire, trillionaire, whatever, like you have to sacrifice so much of yourself and your time. So like while I wouldn't mind being super duper uber rich, I feel like my dream job is helping young girls, whether they're like in middle school or high school to realize that there is more to life than boys and, you know, the extracurricular activities. And yeah, like there's more to life after high school, after college and just how to love themselves and not be focused on let me chase this person this whatever blah blah, blah. yeah love that come on nonprofit. Yeah. you okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those that suffer with image issues because that was me I, I used to have image issues love it what is a song that you can listen to on repeat and never get tired of it Ooh. You know what? I could literally back to back to back to back to back. This is bad, but Man Down by Rihanna. <laughs> I thought I'm you were that was it. <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? I, I thought you were going to say, but that was not it. That's not what I had in mind. I don't know. Listen, I don't know why that song be speaking to me, but I love that song. I think it's because I'm a touch crazy and I love that song. <laughs> Just dead, like just a little bit crazy. Just a touch. That is funny. What do you think of when you hear the word happiness? Benjamin. Aww. That's my son. Um, so when I think of happiness, I think of Benjamin, that kid. Whenever I see him, he's almost always smiling, being goofy, doing something to try to make you smile. I feel like he got a little bit of his personality for me. Because he's just always trying to make someone smile and happy. So when I think of the word happiness, I think of him. 
a sweet. If you could go back five years ago, what would you tell that version of you? Girl, put that brownie down. Just kidding. <laughs> so if I could go back five years, that was definitely when I was pregnant. Benjamin was born in 2016. And I would just tell myself to get ready for what's to come. Like get ready for a transition, for a transformation. Um and just get ready to just guard your heart and to start over. That's good. That is good. All right. So you all know the drill. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, you can put your answers to the get to know you questions that I did with Michaela. You can put your answers in the description box, not in the description box, in the comment section. And if you are listening to this, you can answer in my stories at Angel C. Walston on Instagram. I will post one of these questions as the question of the day. So you can answer that in my stories there. All right. So let's go ahead and get into today's topic and get into this caption. So I told you all earlier. That, yes, we, we about to, I, I just know this is going to be like a really good conversation and much needed. I, I believe that this is really going to help a lot of women. So I'm excited for it. So I mentioned in the beginning that Michaela posted this picture and I read the caption. I was like, ma'am, podcast, let's talk about it. And so I want to read the caption to you all. And for those of you who are watching on my YouTube channel, I will insert said picture somewhere on here so you'll know what I'm referring to. But she posted a like a before and after picture with the following caption. Can we just take this moment to get into this before and after 2019 versus 2021? On the left is someone who was depressed and at a low point in her life. Someone who had let herself go because she stopped caring about herself. On the right is someone who is glowing with confidence and happiness because she took control back over her life. Someone who will never let herself down again. I have learned a lot in this period of transition and transformation. I realize I will never be perfect, but I am always striving to be the best version of me. I know I have a long way to go, but I'm taking a moment to appreciate my progress. Pressure has been applied. Come on, pressure. Cheers to metamorph metamorphosis. So let's talk about this, Michaela. Let's break this thing down. Yes. So you referenced yes. in 2019 that you were at a low point. Can you bring us into that? Mm -hmm. Tell us more about what that time looked like for you. What was going Ooh. on? Let let us in. Let us know. Let's talk about it. Okay. So <laughs> this has taken me a very long time to even get my own thoughts together to process what happened back then. Um, so 2019 was when my ex-husband yes y'all I used to be married and I first separated and it was just that picture was taken in July of 2019 I feel like it was taken if I'm not mistaken on either the 26th or this 27th and we actually started living separately from each other on July 20th of 2019 so it was just the point where I was just very, very, very much questioning myself. Like, was this the right decision? Um, what am I going to do? Like we depended on each other, like financially, like we were in the same home, like we were taking care of our then he was two and a half year old son. Um, so it was just a lot of 
questioning, like, did I really make the correct decision? And every time I questioned myself, I was just kind of like, well, yeah, you, you did make the right decision. You weren't happy. It's just the question of, did I make the right decision? Um, so it was a low point of like self-esteem wise, like, you know, who's going to want me? I have this kid. Um, do I want to even pursue another relationship because of the relationship that I just got out of? Like, is it worth starting over or should I just stay single for the rest of my life? Um, it was a matter of like my weight, as you can see in the picture that she is going to share. Um, I was like the heaviest that I have been in my life. So it was that it was just all these things. And I just had like really, really, really low self-esteem. And a lot of that was contributed to, like I said, I just stopped caring about myself. I let myself go. And, you know, like, I guess I didn't realize it, but until I like really looked at that picture, I was like, wow, this picture was literally taken about two years apart. Is that really what I used to look like? And why ain't none of my friends tell me that I was walking around looking like that? But that's neither here nor there. Anywho, so that was like the low point that I was at as far as like really just questioning everything, like questioning myself, questioning my confidence, having like really low self-esteem and just, it was bad. Um, I used to cry almost every day. Um, and I am not a crier, so actually I am a little bit of a crybaby, but anywho, no judge. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was hard because, you know, at that point I was like having to go back to live with my parents, which, you know, pride comes in and it's just like, I don't want to have to go back to depending on them, but I know that it wouldn't be smart to sit here and try to figure everything out right now where I'm at a very vulnerable point. So yeah. <laughs> tough times. Tough times. Very mentally, emotionally draining times. Yeah. Well first of all, thank you for sharing that because I know that in itself to have to like talk about something that is very personal and private um to have yes. that to share that. I know that that's not easy. Um, but even just think about some of the things that you said of being in a point of having to move back in with your parents, having to like lay, lay mm -hmm. aside your pride, having to have the difficult conversations with yourself to question like, am I making the right decision? And also when you have a child involved, I'm sure that that brings about other questions and also an added pressure of, am I doing the right thing? Am I making the right decision? And so in thinking mm -hmm. about all of those things, what was the breaking point for you that led you to make the decision that something had to change for you? So the breaking point was actually like a series of events that happened. Um, I don't want to get like too into the relationship, um, but we not by any means is he like a horrible person. Do not get me wrong. He is a very good guy. I still have love for him. Um, so let's not get that <clears throat> misconstrued. But we were two good people who were not good for each other. Um, and at one point it was just, it was too much. So a couple, like I said, a series of events 
happened and it was just like, okay, well, what are we going to do? And we said, well, let's just go ahead and separate. Um, and then from there it was, okay, well just, this is me. Just give me until like the end of summer to just gather all my belongings and get them moved and transitioned, you know, to go be with my parents. Um, but the move actually happened quicker than that because again, series of events, not going to get into it, but yeah. So it kind of like really threw me off and threw me. I had to get all my stuff and I'm like, you know, panicking. I'm calling my mom, my dad, nobody's answering the phone. I'm like, okay, I really need help getting all my stuff and I'm getting it out now. By the way, I also have really bad anxiety in that particular day that I moved out. My anxiety was just through the roof. Like I couldn't calm down. I was doing just a bunch of crying. Um, but I just knew that, you know, it was time to go. Um, neither one of us were at a point where we were thinking logically. And at this point, like, I'm just trying to avoid any type of altercation that could have potentially happened. So I just had to go. So what were some things or people that helped you to gain control back over your life as you're in a place of rebuilding, you're in a place of essentially like starting over? What were some things that were, that helped you to go from 2019 Makayla to 2021 Makayla? I definitely had to get more into my Bible. Like I, even though it's right on my phone, it's right on my phone, but I definitely had to get more into my Bible. I definitely like, you know, started praying more. Um, so that, that was something that definitely helped a lot, but people, I had like a really, really, really good support team between my mom and my dad, my siblings. Um, so like T, Brandon, Mariah, and Jonathan, they were all very supportive. Um, my group of friends were also very supportive. My coworkers were very supportive. Um, so I had a lot of support, which definitely helped. Um, and the thing that actually got me into wanting to lose weight, like I had been wanting to lose weight, but you, you know how you could talk about how you want to do something, but then you don't do it because you need that little extra boost. So one of my coworkers actually told me that she was about to start doing Weight Watchers. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds nice. Um, I think I could get into that. She's like, okay, well, download the app. We're going to do it. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, there. Calm down. So I was like, um, okay, I was actually going to start on Monday. She was like, no, let's start today. Because, you know, you can tell yourself that too. I'm going to start on Monday. I'm going to start on Monday. I'm going to start on Monday. And I think we started on like a, a Wednesday. <laughs> It was the middle of the week and we were like, we're going to do this Weight Watchers. So I got the app, I downloaded it and I had done something similar to Weight Watchers before back in like 2017, 2018, something like that. Um, so I kind of knew like the gist of how it worked. So then I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And then once I started and I just started seeing like the weight come off, I was like, okay, I can keep doing this. And I'm not ashamed of my starting weight. <clears throat> it was 187 pounds. It might not have looked it, but I was. As you can see in the picture, you'll you'll see. Anywho, 
So that's something else that helped as well. Like just having a supportive person to like lose the weight because we did it together. Um, versus I think doing it by myself, I kind of would have got like maybe a little bit more discouraged. Um, but it was nice to have someone to do that with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I love just kind of like this image of you have on one hand where you're losing weight in the physical sense. Like you're actually like you're eating better, you're working out, doing all of that. You're seeing the pounds Mm -hmm. off of you, but also in gaining control back over your life of the weights that you're also letting go of, of what kept you in 2019. And so it's like going through this whole like mind, body, soul, like the whole just like rejuvenation process, this transformation of being, being able to let go of weights that you've been carrying. And so as you think about this period of transition and transformation, what has that taught you about yourself? It taught me that I am way more um, disciplined than I give myself credit for when I want to be. Ooh, that, um, that that last part that's that's important right there yes is when I want to be and I was determined determined to meet this goal and just determined to just be healthier overall and it's like you said not only was I like losing the physical weight but it was just like letting go of other things that like no longer held meaning so that that part was harder than you know losing the weight but it was just definitely I feel like I learned how to be more disciplined um I learned how to be more accountable for myself so that's something else that it really taught me like as I look back and reflect it was just like wow like I can't always blame other things that happen to me on other people or other situations And I feel like this probably sounds silly, but like losing, being as heavy as I was then, which was the 187, um, it's just kind of like with that, I can't blame that on anybody else but myself. Like nobody was forcing food into my mouth. Nobody was telling me like not to work out or um, not to pick healthier options. Like I had to be accountable for that just like I had to be accountable for anything that happened in my past with my relationship you can't blame it all on the other person like oh it was him he was the problem um I was just angelic there's nothing that I did wrong like um but yeah it, it really taught me that you know to just be accountable and it taught me to just not place the blame on anywhere else but where I could place it which was within myself now I'm not saying that I then took that and just held on to it and just like oh I'm so guilty Mm -hmm. oh this and oh that no I also had to learn how to let go just like I let go of the weight I had to learn to let go of the things that I had done so they don't end up like holding me down so I had to learn to relax, relate, please. <laughs> Come on, Whitley. <laughs> <laughs> That's I had good. to learn how to forgive myself. Um, 
and how to just be more resilient as well. Because I am definitely the type of person and I'm either one or the other. Either I give up too easily or I don't give up until I've exhausted all resources. Um, So in what, what you said in regards to having to forgive yourself. I can imagine for a lot Mm -hmm. of women, whether it's um, in a failed relationship or different decisions that they've made, being in a position where they feel like, um, whether it's with weight, feeling like they, like you said, in thinking about things that you can place the blame on having to take accountability for your weight for different things that happen. How, what did Mm -hmm. forgiving yourself look like? If someone was like, how am I supposed to do that? Because I feel stuck here. What, what would you say to that woman? Go ahead and cry. There are a lot of tears involved. There is a lot of back and forth involved. Like, oh, I don't deserve it. Oh, no, I just need to suffer a little bit more. Like, you know, so there's a lot of back and forth for sure. Um, but once you do, girl, there is this sense that will just come over you. And you're just like, wow, I feel so good right now. I feel like I could just take on the world. So it's hard. It should not be easy to just forgive yourself. Let me just go ahead and say that. And if it is, then you didn't do it. (laughs) And that's just being honest. Um, It's hard. But once you do, um, it's definitely not an overnight process. It's going to take some time. But once you do, you just feel so much better. All right. Our last question here. So what advice would you give to a woman who is currently where you were in 2019? Um, first and foremost, pray, but yeah, definitely pray. Um, be patient with yourself. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely weigh every single scenario in your head and don't do it. Unless you're absolutely sure that you're ready to just be done. Um, and I know that can be hard, too, because you're just like, well, maybe if I just wait another six months or maybe if I just wait another year, maybe if I wait another two years. Next thing you know, it's going to be 15 years later. So um, definitely just if it's something that you're considering, also don't keep it inside. Like have a discussion about it because sometimes, hey, maybe that person might be feeling the same way. Um, if it's a weight thing, um, unfortunately, that's a little bit more just whoop, just do it. Um, again, it does have to be a decision that you're not just physically ready for, but mentally ready for. Because those first couple of weeks when I started, y'all, I'm not even joking. I felt sick, like physically ill um they call it the keto flu even though I wasn't doing keto but you end up like with headaches and so on and so forth so it's just it has to be something that you're prepared for um just make sure that you know when you're ready for your transition that you're mentally prepared um it will take a lot out of you so yeah I said this was the last question. I kind of lied. I got one. I got one more for you. Go, go ahead. Girl. What's your question? Throw out at you. 
what advice would you give to someone who is a single mother who mm-hmm. is stuck in the space of feeling like I'm going to be single for the rest of my life or feeling like, you know, feeling like they, the option to start over isn't there? What encouragement or what words would you give to them? Ooh, been there, done that. Um, don't put yourself out there until you're ready. Um, if you feel in your heart that God has somebody for you, which we know that he does, I don't think that if you have the desire in your heart to be in a relationship, in a marriage, um, then I feel like God is going to fulfill that desire for you. He's not going to allow the desire to be there if it can't be met. Um, be patient. Um, don't close yourself off to looking because if you think that God is just going to drop a man at your doorstep, (laughs) that's not going to happen. Um, and just be open to not necessarily being in just relationship, 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 just, just be open to dating. Um, I'll tell y'all my secret. Y'all ready? Come closer. Bumble. <laughs> I was not mad at it. And it took me a long time. My best friend Raven had to convince me. She literally took my phone from me, y'all, because I was at a, <laughs> I was at a, a space and a point where I'm just like, no, I want to meet people the old-fashioned way. I have been in a relationship for so long because prior to my marriage, we were together for about two years before we got married. So I'm coming out of like a seven-year relationship. I've been out the game too long. I don't know how to do this, but I did take from the time of 2019 all the way up to 2021 where I just, I was focused on me. If someone came along that said that they wanted to talk to me here or there, sure, I'll entertain you for a little while, but am I taking you seriously? Probably not. Um, But then she made me get the Bumble or as I call it, the B app. And that actually kind of got me into the swing of talking to men again, um, because really, I'm I'm being totally honest. I was not pressed <laughs> at all. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. I was not pressed. So that got me into like the habit of talking to men again, which was weird and alien. So if you're a single mom and you feel like, you know. You're just going to be single forever. That is not true. I will say that it's possible to find happiness again. It's possible to find a relationship again. I am currently in a relationship. I did find the man on the B app, or as he calls it, the Wasp app. Is one of them <laughs> little bugs. The what's the what's the one? The yellow jacket. Something. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> So and I feel like he was literally God sent. Um, so if it's possible for me, who is someone that was honestly closed off to the idea of being with someone else, um, it's possible. Just pray about it. Just put yourself out there. Be safe about it. Don't just do anything. Don't just go on dates with just anybody. Um, definitely, like like they say, for my job, screen people, screen people first, 
ask them what their last name is, look them up, make sure they're not married, make sure they're not crazy, make sure they don't have a criminal record. I mean, Those are important. Do have a criminal record. Yes, but if they do have a record, talk about it. Talk about it. See what, I know what it is. <laughs> yes, it, it, it does depend on what it was. If you know, but, you know. But yeah, so just don't don't close off options. Like, and then especially if you're not going anywhere, then you're you might not with anybody. We're still kind of semi-locked down, even though things are starting to open back up. But it's hard to it's hard to meet people. Yeah, so be open to possibly dating online. There's nothing wrong with it as long as you do it safely. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I feel like online dating is not as taboo as it was previously, just with like social yes. media now. Um, mm-hmm. People meet people in the DM. So that's like not fully considered online dating, but I feel like right. it's definitely not as taboo as it was like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. So, mm-hmm. but yes, but thank you so much for being my guest today, Makayla. And let me say that y'all, she was nervous about it, but you did great. Oh, thank and you. I'm glad- I'm glad that we had this conversation because a part of my goal for this season of the podcast is to be able to have conversations um, with women who can speak to things that I can't. I can't speak to things in regards to being um, a mom or being someone who's been married and going through a divorce. Like, mm-hmm. I want my audience to be able to have access to those conversations um, from people who can speak to that. So I'm very grateful for you just for sharing your story um, and also just for being willing to share this because I truly do believe that there are women who can see themselves in your story, who needed to hear what you had to say and who would definitely be impacted and encouraged by what you shared today. So thank you so much. Before we get off, I did just want to give you an opportunity to let the listeners know if they want to connect with you online where they can follow you so you can drop your social media handles, all of that here. Okay. Um, well, I am easily to reach on both Instagram and Facebook. I have a Twitter, but I don't really use it. So my Instagram is at Queenie Pride, and that's Q-U-E-E-N-I-E-P-R-E-Y. And then my Facebook is just my name, Michaela Pryor, Michael with an A at the end, P-R-E-Y-E-R. So thank you for having me. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I promise I don't bite. I love her sliding her Go ahead and slide in my DMs, y'all. That's for the ladies. Not that kind of slide. (laughs) Yeah, that's for the ladies. Really? Let's keep moving. My man is crazy. (laughs) But yes, thank you once again so much for being my guest for today. Um, I truly did enjoy this conversation with you. So ladies, make sure that you follow Makayla, connect with her. And until next time, don't forget, be whole, be healed, be authentic. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into a Change of Heart podcast. I hope you were encouraged and please take a moment to share with a girlfriend and don't forget to download the episode. Lastly, I would love to connect with you. You can follow me on Instagram at Angel C. Walston and at a Change of Heart podcast. Have an amazing week and don't forget, be whole, be healed and be authentic.